Welcome, come on in to the Church of Stop Shopping. I'm Reverend Billy. We're preaching for the planet today. We've got some empty seats here. Come on in and sit down. It's the inauguration day. Yeah, that's what we're thinking about right now. We're taking that oath. We put our collective hand on that Bible with Uncle Joe. We look up into Justice Roberts' eyes, and the judge is surprised. Our hand is endangered wetlands. Our fingers are greasy snakes. Our hand is on that Bible. We're putting the odd back into God. The mistake the officials make was to let us put a human hand on that Bible in the first place because the earth is in our fingers. And that's like letting the wetlands plunge back into the city to pull down the luxury towers. That judge looks down at our fingers and feels the extinct animals flying, laughing from our fingertips. The judge screams, I believe in QAnon, and leaps into the crowd, running away. Our hands rise like gigantic gardens in open revolt against God. Women and snakes chasing the old God across his seven days of creation back to the seed in the dark soil in the beginning of time. We're making our oath to that seed in the form of a good joke, laughter, mutations, 
oddness, freedom, our own ecosystem, orgasms, springtime, earth Welcome. Welcome to the Earth Church. Sometimes I say, what would Nelson do? You know, talking about Mandela. What would Mandela do? I mean, you look at the situation of, you know, South Africa with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. You look at the president of Liberia, the first woman president of an African country. Ellen Johnson, she said, I believe in redemption. There's two sides. One side is the apology in which the perpetrator says, what I did was wrong and I would like to make amends to you. That has not happened. (laughs) And the other side is the offer of redemption. Because as Mandela said, is that the perpetrator also carries this weight of the crime and becomes his own victim in that dynamic of having done something egregious. And so... In that guilt, the perpetrator is not healthy either. So the process of apology and redemption or forgiveness, yeah, is a mutual healing process. I believe it takes many levels. And the best story I know that is today this story, which is the Pawnees driven from their homeland in Nebraska. And with them, they took their sacred foods that they grew, their pumpkins and their melons and their beans and their corn. And they moved to Oklahoma, and they could not grow them. And their sacred seeds dwindled and dwindled until they had very few of some of those varieties. And then one day, a descendant of the settlers in the Pawnee homeland near Kearney, Nebraska, called the Pawnees and said, we would like to grow your seeds. Would you let us? And the Pawnees deliberated long because they had very few left. But they sent those seeds back to Nebraska. 
and the seeds flourished. And what the Pawnees told me was that the seeds remembered the land they came from. And in that, there was both an apology and a redemption. And two years ago, they had a Pawnee homecoming, Welcome Home Pawnee Days in Kearney, Nebraska, and 8,000 people came to welcome the Pawnees home. And so in that story, you have that corn is more than a food. It is a history. That seeds have spiritual meaning. And that corn in itself, though, needs relationship to humans. You have the loss of that sacred relationship and the need in itself of those seeds for their land. And then you have people who make history through their redemption. When guns and torches are dropped so that we can touch. When cops jail bankers. When cops jail bankers. To save the kids of cops and bankers. When Christmas is abandoned so the earth 
can be born. When black and brown lesbians run the Department of Justice, when we have this great idea, resist extinction. Resist extinction. When we take personal responsibility for the superstorm, when we go outside until outside is not outside anymore, when we stop calling the storm a scandal caused by that juvenile delinquent, the earth, when we climb mountains and cross rivers to be the nationless, to be with the nationless, when we're willing to do what it takes to save ourselves, when we feel years of laughter and music, when we stop shopping and start living, when we're grateful at Thanksgiving because we're radically changing, when, when, when is the time to act? Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Native Americans in Montana are dying from COVID-19 at a rate 11 times higher than white residents. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney has said Philadelphia will aim to become carbon neutral by 2050. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel's office revealed 41 charges against nine former state and city officials resulting from the Flint water crisis, arguing the cases were about justice, truth, and accountability. The state and Flint officials were in power when the water crisis unfolded, including former Governor Rick Snyder, top aide Rich Baird, and the governor's two lead health officials. Prosecutors called their probe the largest criminal investigation in Michigan history and said Snyder was the first governor to face misdemeanor charges over decisions made while leading the state. With a landmark court ruling, the Nassau people of Panama have won the rights to ancestral territory that includes two national reserves the tribe will now help manage. The victory comes as mounting evidence shows that indigenous groups are often the best protectors of their lands. The U.S. Supreme Court has declined to hear a challenge of a Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling granting the Shoshone-Bannock tribes jurisdiction over a Superfund cleanup of FMC Corp's former plant site near Pocatello, Idaho. Effectively, the Supreme Court's denial solidifies the Ninth Circuit's ruling as law. The tribes will retain regulatory authority over addressing 22 million tons of hazardous waste stored at the former plant, located on the Fort Hall Indian Reservation. The tribes are very pleased that the Supreme Court of the United States did not find any merit to FMC's appeal, and that FMC is finally required to honor their agreement to comply with tribal jurisdiction. Scientists believe they have solved one of the biggest mysteries about desalination, exactly how reverse osmosis membranes remove salt and other chemicals from water, a breakthrough that could help make the process more efficient and cheaper. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the largest ever award of offshore wind contracts by a U.S. state as part of a broader plan to scale up renewable power over the next decade. The Internet's carbon footprint had already been increasing before COVID-19 lockdowns, accounting for about 3.7% of global greenhouse gas emissions. A number of countries have reported at least a 20% increase in Internet traffic since March. 
If the trend continues through the end of 2021, this increased internet use alone will require a forest of about 71,000 square miles, twice the land area of Indiana to sequester the emitted carbon. Just one hour of video conferencing or streaming emits 150 to 1,000 grams of carbon dioxide, requires two to 12 liters of water and demands a land area adding up to about the size of an iPad mini. But leaving your camera off during a web call can reduce these footprints by 96%. Streaming content in standard definition rather than high definition can bring an 86% reduction. The additional water needed in the processing and transmission of data will also be enough to fill more than 300,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools, while the resulting land footprint would be about equal to the size of Los Angeles. A new study has taken a look at the effect legalizing cannabis in the U.S. has on the sale of junk food like cookies, ice cream, and chips. Previous studies have looked at the direct effects of cannabis on health, but this is the first study of its kind to look into and find a causal relationship between legal cannabis and junk food sales. In recreational marijuana legalization states, monthly sales of junk food increased by 3.2% and 4.5% when measured by volume. Specifically, in counties located in these states, monthly sales of high-calorie food increased by 3.1% for ice cream, 4.1% for cookies, and 5.3% for chips. World migration is down 30% due to the pandemic. The coronavirus pandemic has slowed global migration by nearly 30%, with around 2 million fewer people than predicted migrating between 2019 and 2020, according to a UN report released last week. Even with the small COVID-19-related dip in global carbon emissions due to limited travel and other activities, the ocean temperatures continue to break records in 2020. A new study authored by 20 scientists from 13 institutes around the world reported the highest ocean temperature since 1955 from surface level to a depth of 2,000 meters. They found that in 2020, the upper 2,000 meters of the world's oceans absorbed enough heat to boil 1.3 billion kettles, each containing 1.5 liters of water. Why is the ocean not boiling, one scientist mused? Because the ocean is vast. We can imagine how much energy the ocean can absorb and contain, and when it's released slowly, how big the impact is. And now, the sound of extinction. The northern spotted owl primarily inhabits old-growth forests in the northern part of its range, and landscapes with a mix of old and younger forest types in the southern part of its range. The subspecies range is the Pacific coast from extreme southern British Columbia to Marin County in northern California. They live in forests with dense, multi-layered canopies. They typically mate for life and breed relatively slowly. Threatened by logging and land conversion, they came under protection in 1990 after a fierce political fight. But their numbers have continued to decline by an average of about 4% a year. The northern spotted owl is intolerant of habitat disturbance. Each nesting pair needs a large amount of land for hunting and nesting and will not migrate unless they experience drastic seasonal changes such as heavy snows, which make hunting difficult. Their flight pattern is distinct, involving a series of rapid wing beats interspersed with gliding flight. 
This technique allows them to glide silently down upon their prey. In early 2021, the outgoing Trump administration removed more than 3 million acres of Pacific Northwest land from the protected habitat of the northern spotted owl, effectively opening their range to the timber industry once more. And hear the sounds of the northern spotted owl. isolated. We have felt isolated. We have felt alone in this time of Trump and COVID, consumerism, Christianity, and capitalism. We have felt hemmed in, cut off. Only the devil himself will come and visit us. Amazon at the front door, another package. Oh, we ask the earth to find your way towards us. We ask ourselves, recognize the earth inside our bodies, recognize the earth inside of our communities of people. You and me, talking to you right now, your body, my body, transmission of a voice between us. Call out to me, earth Alleluia. I hear your voice. We are making an ecosystem. We are making the complexity, the miraculousness of the earth right here. Media is something to take advantage of. It's also something you must defeat as you use it. Because it always comes back to the earth. Uncle Joe startled me in the middle of his inaugural. He had, earth is crying out, he said. Well, that's what we do. We always personify the earth. We, we always say the spirit is alive. The spirit is a, a personality with moods and creations and strategies even. The earth would be, however, Uncle Joe, in our first sentence. <laughs> and everything would be seen from the vantage point of the earth. The earth would not be in a list of issues that we have to deal with. The earth would not be called a challenge. The earth is a living way. And then we look out at everything from it. And it is the great mother of all issues. Everything is framed and packaged into issues. Well, they dissolve into the larger issue of life itself. Life alluia, somebody. Joe and Kamala, we would start with the earth. Everything would be a part of the earth. And then we would end with the earth as I'm ending now. And the ending is a beginning. Earth alluia be with us now in our first hours after Trump. And be with us as we envision the time when we can make community with the earth people around us. 
will find ways, creative ways, to make pathways of Earth through this hypnotic environment we've created. Earth Alulia will find each other and not be isolated. Earth Alulia, you are, you are a community. We have the Earth in our bodies. We're made of the material and the spirit of the Earth, and we forget that. We're told to forget it and enter the market. No, Earth Alulia, we live here in a state of love. Earth Alulia. Your hate is my love, your fear is my cake, your God is my doom, your kiss is my zoom, your hate is my love, your hate is my love, your fear is my cake, your fear my cake, your God is my doom. Your kiss is my zoom. Your kiss my zoom. Your hate is my love. Your hate is my love. Your fear is my king. Your fear is my king. Your God is my doom. Your God is my doom. Your kiss is my zoom. Your kiss is my It's time to say thank you and goodbye. In this time of the inauguration of these leaders, of course our leader is the earth. And we are taking our oath to the seed. And it makes complete sense, doesn't it, to, to accept and listen to the words of Winona LaDuc from the Ojibwe people in Minnesota. And Winona's activism has always been based on food, the sacredness of the way that we communicate through our bodies with the earth. We want to thank Winona LaDuc. We want to thank the Church of Stop Shopping Choir, the musicians. Uh, Sundar Ganglani, Kai Pelton, Francisca Benitez, those haunting harmonies that you just heard before this goodbye. Bernie Krause, the gatherer of the forest sounds, the beautiful birds. Savitri D, the director of the Church of Stop Shopping. Savitri is the voice of news from the natural world and brings us each week the sound, the, the music, uh, the talking of the white rhinoceros and the African leopard and the northern spotted owl. Much thanks to the fiery eagles of justice, Jason Candler, our editor, uh, on that saxophone, and Brendan Burke on the drums. Thank you, Jason and Brendan. 
You can reach us at RevBilly.com. R-E-V-Victor-B-Boy-I-L-L-Y. RevBilly.com. That's our website, RevBilly.com. You can talk to us there through the email. We look forward to talking with you. If you'd like to bring this to another station or connect with us in some way. And so, we have taken another step in this earth service, a clumsy, stuttering step towards this power that is so much greater and so much different than most of us have been raised to experience in our belief. We, we use these phrases come up again and again, the earth is a living being, the earth is intelligent and emotional in a struggle for its life. We're using words that are almost like placeholders, aren't they, for, for a living with this great life that we yearn for, a return to that life we're a part of. Earth-alleluia, everyone. Thank you.